Business and Ghost is sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery. Um, so you you know we you hear us talk about it all the time, and but I don't know if you've experienced it. So you you need to because it's good stuff. Their whiskey, their gin, their vodka. It's some of the best stuff. Patrick, do you think if we asked them, they would give us like words to read for an ad? I don't, they seem really busy making some of the best stuff on earth. I really, I, yeah. I don't want to bother them. I really don't. That's true. Because like, true. what if they waste like a week trying to figure out some good ad copy? And they let some like strychnine get into the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's their fault for keeping the bottle of strychnine right next to the hey, bottle. You know of, what? Uh, of alcohol. The shop is only so big, and there's only so many shelves in it. So that's true. That's true. And the the health code violation, the health codes are uh, they're pretty lax in that part of the world. Mm-hmm. Rural Missouri, yeah. they, they're you know strychnine. Yeah, where else are you gonna put it? You're gonna put it on yeah. the shelf. Mm-hmm. They're fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's a good point. So we'll just keep doing it this way. And so really by, by, by doing ads like this, like mm-hmm. this one, that is very good. Um, we're really saving a lot of lives actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I always thought this podcast would save some lives eventually, but, um, yeah, I, I thought it would maybe also probably claim a few. So maybe, yeah, I mean, it's a uh, unbalanced we're at, we're at net zero. <laughs> I do. Uh, we, we do hear a lot of reviews about like, you know, I was listening to your podcast on the drive home today and I started laughing so hard. I swerved the car and I thought, oh my God. I am sorry. <laughs> Should we make fewer jokes? Yeah. I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening in the car right now and you're you're have you're you might be driving into a into a truck, you should go send to go send to um this American life. Yeah. Do Some, that on your drive home. That's a drive home. Yeah, podcast. something really dour. Like does yeah. does does Neil deGrasse Tyson do something? He's gotta do something. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah, something probably, I'm sure. Really unfunny. Yeah, yeah. Um but then when you get home, kick back with a nice, uh, nice glass of Pickney Bend whiskey because you've earned it because you made it through another day, friend, and that is worth the celebration. And then you turn us on. You do the, so. You get home. Then you have the whiskey. Then mm. you. Then you. Then it's our. Then it's our time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're safe. Just head to their website p i n c k n e y b e n d dot com. It's not spelled like you think it is, but it is Pickney Bend, and it's great. See, it always comes together. Welcome to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and each week I tell a real ghost story from real history to my friend Patrick Dean, who doesn't take it real seriously. It's my job. It is your job. Mm-hmm. And uh, feeding the cat. But that's those are my only jobs. <laughs> Would you, uh, speaking of that cat, I'm glad you brought that up, Patrick, because I was editing, are you? I was editing an episode today, and he meows at least 20 times in the background and i think that you should feed him some food i this that that probably is the meowing like his thank you meow after i feed him food because he like he meows i feed him he meows i go upstairs he comes upstairs he meows again he's i don't know he's full of gratitude he's full of something he's full of food i know that much (laughs) so I'll confess, I did not start recording 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Good. I was, uh, it took me a long time to get down here because I was sharpening my axe just in case that was real. <laughs> oh, boy. I figured, like, rather than forget to record, I'm just going to start recording in the morning we do podcasts. <laughs> and then you can just follow along until you hear a clap. And then you know that's probably when it's. Yeah, starts. that's so. good. And carry your computer with you the whole time and your microphone. So I just. I can hear yeah. you the whole day. Yeah, I don't see a problem with that. It's got a long right. battery life. That's what I want. 
The last three episodes, we have not done the intro to the show. This <laughs> part of the show. Getting a little loose. So <laughs> a little loose here. I, uh, I've started including it in the notes. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, let's clap. Okay, yeah, let's get that crossed off the list. I gotta put that on the notes too. All right. <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Oh, man. That was really far off this time. Uh, which internet are you on? Good question. <laughs> now I'm on the right one. Okay, well, no excuses. Might be must be on must be on Pornhub in your zip code for some reason. Yeah. Well, I got Pornhub running. The, I always have Pornhub on the background. The 4K feed. I don't pay for that. But <laughs> yeah. when I look at my screen, mm-hmm. I've got my notes. Mm-hmm. I've got you, mm-hmm. and then I've got porn. Mm-hmm. This is on a laptop screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's small. Yeah. All right. Well, it's small. But the dicks <laughs> don't are so go. Big. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh boy. Um, oh, I got something new. I got a new tool to help our podcast get better. You like to see? Uh, oh, it's a seeing thing? Yeah. I was. Okay, sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Look. Oh, reading glasses. Oh. Now I can read the notes that I wrote. Okay, those are fine. Did you get those yeah. from Walgreens? I got these from the internet. Oh, internet glasses. Internet glasses, for sure. That's so weird um, how, like, glasses for, for like, the last hundred years were, like, this crazy expense. Like, I'm going to get new glasses, but first, I have to sell the car. <laughs> you know? All <laughs> right. And then, like, at some point, uh, uh, what's the company with the Z? Amazon. Am- not Amazon. The, I know what Amazon. fucking Amazon. I know what fucking Amazon is. <laughs> Uh, Zappos? Zappos. No, that's the shoe one. God damn it. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's the, man, it's probably not even the right name. It's the one that my wife orders like 10. Warby Parker? No, that's, she's not a hipster. Um, anyway, but some, some startup internet companies like you guys realize it's literally 10 cents worth of plastic and maybe like 30 cents worth of polycarbonate and that's it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to sell it for that. Marked up 20% and glasses are now 50 cents. We actually pay you to take these glasses <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. I paid like $15 and I got four pairs of reading glasses. I, get, so I, I, I don't like, and there's such a disconnect. There's there's no place where you can go where it's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. We'll compromise $100 glasses. Like those no places don't <laughs> right. exist at all. They're like, no, you, you've got, you've got a weird um, eye infection where one eye is actually, um, bigger than the other one so we're gonna have to give you some really expensive glasses for that and the internet's like fuck that guy just don't just here's here's some 50 cent glasses you got a quarter you get here some glasses totally cool totally cool um but also i it's i can also zoom in on these notes maybe i'll just do that (laughs) what a waste of 15 i do hate i hate so i went to the eye doctor Mm -hmm. not too long ago and um she gave me a new prescription and i was I can't read. It's hard to read things because they're a little blurry. And I was like, hey, my right eye is great. But my left eye, when I try to read, it's really blurry. She goes, well, that's normal. That's um, um, your right contact is there for near vision and your left contact is there for far vision. And your brain just makes the connection. And I said, are you sure that's what? how that works? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, it's not working. And she goes, well, it might be that you're getting old. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I have like three things I say. Uh, one of them is dominant eye the other one is you're getting old and the third one is eyeball cancer i'm so sorry it's, <laughs> i'm so sorry 
<laughs> so, um, so she recommended reading glasses, and I put it off for a long time. But I got to tell you, so now I have them. They look, they look great, mm. as, you, as you know. Yeah. They... <laughs> um, but I hate how much I love how much they help. Mm. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Bit of a crutch. I mean, you don't, yeah. you don't have to rely on something like that. I know, but uh, but here we are. After the apocalypse, are they going to keep making glasses? No. No, but so, you can just have like there's gonna be, they're gonna keep having soda bottles around. You just <laughs> stick some of those on your face. <laughs> You're good to go. I've seen cartoons. No, they look fine. Put them. They, they nice. look fine. They look fine. They look fine. No, no. You know what? No. No. Fuck that. I'll take the eyeball no. cancer. I don't care. I'll take the- I don't care. <laughs> yeah, she said it was wear the glasses or get eyeball cancer. You know what? Fuck you. I'm getting the cancer. Um, eyeball cancer, huh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> give me three things worse than that um oh boy all right well you want to hear a ghost story today i do i'm ready i'm ready i'm rip raring rip rip raring to go rip rip raring sorry i've had a few whiskeys <laughs> i just had to sit through not sit through. i just had to orchestrate two hours of uh middle school softball practice um, oh, that had cool. to be interrupted like every 20 minutes to do some sort of a TikTok dance that we had to yell at the girls to stop. So would you say you're a very effective coach or the most effective coach? I think a very effective coach probably wouldn't have had to stop practice so many times for TikTok. So I'm going to say, no, I'm not a very effective yeah. coach, but yeah. I'm also yeah. not getting paid anything. So <laughs> they are they're getting their money's worth. Okay. So Jean Lafitte was born... In 1780, Jean, or, or so. John, John, I'm sorry, what was it? What was Jean. It? Jean. Jean. Which is John in English. No, it's Jean. Right, John. Lafitte. That's the feet in English. Uh, so I don't, th- I don't I'm think pretty sure. Right. I I'm don't think. I'm pretty sure um, it's the feet. I don't, I just, I don't, I can't imagine that's accurate. I don't know all French, but I'm pretty sure Lafitte means the feet. So. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. We'll, we'll assume that's true. So John Feet was Johnny born in, yeah. in 1780 or so, and he was born in France, possibly. All, <laughs> or <laughs> his name is misleading. So he was either born in France or perhaps Portugal. We're not sure yet. But uh, well, he was born in France or Haiti, which at that point was called. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, right. French, French, French Haiti. Yeah. Was um, it French Haiti or French Guinea? Was it was then called Saint Domingue Saint Domingue? Uh, okay, yeah, I was Saint Domingue Saint Domingue. What was what was French Guinea? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, I'm way off. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Cut all that. That's but there that, was no French Guinea. Huh? That, well, no, so it was on it was on a different continent. But that's fine. It's, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry much about it. Okay, Russia. Yes, one of the one of the one of the many Russian colonies, French Guinea, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Africa. Yeah, so not super close. Yeah, you were fucked up real bad. Yeah, well, boy, you're gonna cut all that, so I'm not too worried about it. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's making fun of whose glasses now, mm, idiot? Yeah. Well, anyway, back to John the Feet. Back to John Foot. He so Jean Lafitte was, according to historian H. W. Brands, he quote was French, Spanish, or Jewish, depending on who was asking. Mm, okay, so sort of a Renaissance man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ethnically speaking, uh-huh. you'll also note that so French uh, and Spanish; those are people who come from countries. 
uh, or he was Jewish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, I mean, you um, can you, you can you can kind of couple a few of those together. That's my understanding. There we go. There we go. Well, okay, these are better. These are better. You actually. like these better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're the same exact thing, just they're orange instead of black. That's so they're a totally different color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, the same exact thing. Yeah. Uh, and these are a little see-through. Which ones do you think I should wear at C two E two? I want you to show me a pair of glasses that isn't see-through. I want you. To, I want you to let. <laughs> I want you to find one of those no, for me. The, the frames, idiot. The frames are see-through. Uh, I got oh, this new pair boy. of glasses. Guess what? This, this is a great new feature. You can fucking see through them. Get this, man. That last pair I had, <laughs> shitty. Super. I don't sh- like you that you're drinking tonight and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Ugh. I might even need right. a refill after that one. <laughs> anyway, by 1805... When Jean was 25 or so, mm-hmm. um, we do know that he was running a warehouse in New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, good old U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. The melting pot. This story was inspired by your trip that you took this week. Really? That uh, I was not invited to. No. And it was my understanding that we go to New Orleans together. Mm-hmm. Because that's how I've always understood it to be. I when will- I go to New Orleans, you're there. <laughs> That's just that's how it's worked so far. Why would it stop working like that? Yeah. So I wanted to let you know about the least fun way to visit the French Quarter in uh, in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. By the way, French Quarter for anybody who's not doesn't know much about New Orleans, that's where all of America goes to throw up in the gutter. Um, the French Quarter is the least. The French Quarter, including Bourbon Street, is the uh, least fun place to visit when you have uh, three children you are carrying with you the entire time. So I, I, you know, I would have guessed that. (laughs) So it didn't go great. I mean, it was, it went, it it went just fine. The worst part was June, who was three and a half, uh, demanding every five seconds that she take off her shoes and walk around. I was like, there is, there is no fucking place on earth. I would let you're going to lose those feet, June. Oh oh my God. I will. They will just be, they'll just be cut off at the ankles. My God. Um, uh, well, how drunk did they get? Uh, not at all. They're they're like total lightweights. They just, they just passed Ugh. right up. Yeah, God, so, what's even the point? Yeah, but um, but you know, <laughs> me and Amy had a good time. So great. Can't complain there. Kids could complain a lot though. And did. sure, sure, sure. Um, I could complain a little bit because I again I wasn't invited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you need to change your glasses to complain, or is that are those you complaining? I do friends? have a blue pair, but I think <laughs> this is this this is my most severe pair. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, and one pair, the fourth pair, is uh, it's the black frames, but it's sunglasses. Oh, that's nice. It is nice. So I can read on a beach. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly what you want to do. Yeah, that's, that's what I go to beaches for. Um, let's see. Where were we? Boy, Not we far. got so much story We weren't far. <laughs> <laughs> we did the intro. We clapped. Uh, that's, about, that's about where we are right now. All right, so 1805, he's about 25 years old. He's running a warehouse in Nolens. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, do you want to do your uh, your Cajun accent? I do not. I was I was specifically instructed by my wife how I was not allowed to talk. You know, in you New want Orleans, to, and I guarantee that this is <laughs> one of the ways I was not allowed to talk. Oh boy, uh, Amy was she was like 
She was like, if you see an alligator, you are to refer to it as an alligator. And if you shorten it to gator, you must pronounce the R in gator. There is no shortening <laughs> of gator. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. And then uh, we saw an alligator down there in the in like the fucking, like right next to a playground. Like literally, <laughs> you literally oh, could stand on the climber at the playground and see the alligator, which is actually how I saw the alligator for the first time. And I thought, well, this is strange. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I did not, I did not, you know, like chase after it. I did not wade into the water. I did not, um, you know, scream. So it was uh, pretty successful, I think. Good. That's good. I, so you're, you had an instinct to chase the gator to go into the water and then get it. It was a small, it was like a little, it was like a little four foot. Oh, like a sweet baby gator. Yeah. It was like, it was like this. Okay. If there's one thing I know about baby gators, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's that, uh, there are never any bigger gators around Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah. Do you remember that show Gator Tales? Uh, I do remember Gator Tales. Yeah, of course. Do you think that, in hindsight, was that culturally insensitive? Alligators? I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe. I mean. people who wear straw hats and I want to say vests. Uh, was that, was that, who was that? Who was the host of that? God, we're never going to finish this episode. Was that Bobby Norfolk? Was it Bobby Norfolk on that? Gator Tales. Hang on. Oh my god! It was only local to St. Louis. I thought it was a national thing. Bobby Norfolk. Who's Bobby Norfolk? Bobby Norfolk is a treasure. <laughs> American Google when you Google Bobby Norfolk, it mm-hmm. says American teaching artist. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? He he's a storyteller. You know how it is. Sure. He's <laughs> this is the guy from Gator Tales. It is the guy from. He's the storyteller from Gator Tales. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Bobby Norfolk is all he is all he's all over St. Louis. He is he is everywhere. He is I've, he is like the Fredbird of the storytelling scene. I'll tell you that much. Like <laughs> if Fredbird could talk, it would be it would be like Bobby Norfolk. Oh, I got it. What if Fredbird is Bobby Norfolk? What if Bobby Norfolk is Fredbird? That I think that was a point I was trying to make. Hang on, hang on. Let me. <laughs> um. I just so I didn't realize that Gator Tales was specific to St. Louis. No one has any idea what we're talking about. Oh, that's <laughs> so a let's shame. Move on. <laughs> Gator Tales was a show with a gator puppet where they would sit. Bobby Norfolk would sit outside a shack, right, like in a bayou, yeah, and read stories with the gator. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And was the gator um, like in a tree or something? I think it was in the window of the shack. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, like hanging out in the window. Yeah, yeah. All of our Australian viewers are like. Gator Tales was not a children's show down here. <laughs> no, no, different, different, different Gator different, Tales. Different energy. Oh, God, we're still on the third line of my notes. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's working his warehouse, and he used it to store and distribute goods that were smuggled by his brother, Pierre Lafitte. Mm. Which means <laughs> Peter, <laughs> Peter, Peter the Feet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Boy. Now, a couple years later, the U.S. government passed the Embargo Act of 1807, mm. which was a general trade embargo on yeah. all foreign trade. Just wait, on all, like, that's it? All foreign nations. All fo- <laughs> if Just, you are a nation that's not us, you cannot <laughs> trade with us. Uh, why, do you, why even call it foreign nations at that point? Like, they would just be all nations. <laughs> I mean, right. like, yeah. you're, you're not going to... Anyway, okay. I don't know. And in hindsight, 
I mean, that's a short-sighted, uh, that's a short-sighted bill. Like, where are they getting iPhones from? That's my question. <laughs> exactly. That's why they didn't have them until 2007. <laughs> Once it lifted that embargo in 2007, Steve Jobs was like, my time has come. And then in 2009, he was like, oh, no, my time is over. <laughs> God. Sorry. Oh, boy. Okay, so. <laughs> Line man. four of the notes. Here we go. Let's see. How many just. Just for just for kicks. Uh-huh. Uh, wow, we're almost thirty minutes in, <laughs> <laughs> and we have not started the story yet. Woo! Um, so okay, so this the the trade embargo obviously makes for a lot of opportunity for some some good smuggling. Sure, of course. People need stuff. People need their iPhones. Mm-hmm. By so they were just Jared is rolling it. They became very good at smuggling by eighteen ten. They were the lord of smuggles. Um. <laughs> Which is, is, I think, the proper term. Uh, he, he is my favorite Harry Potter villain of all time. Um, okay, uh, so they're they're, they're like they're like they're they're basically Breaking Bad at this point. Like they're yes. you know coming up to the scene, finding a huge opportunity. Okay, right. And they're getting super rich. Yeah, absolutely. They're yeah, very good at smuggling. Mm-hmm. They buy a massage parlor to launder the money. Yeah, that's right. I saw my, yes. yes. Okay. You, okay. You know how you've seen the show. I I'm very familiar. Yeah. So uh, now before you start thinking like, well, this guy sounds cool. He does. Uh, he does. And I should point out that the goods they were usually trafficking were humans. Don't, human oh, people. you ruined it for me. I okay. did. I was hoping I it was like it. sugar and stuff like that. But no, they, no. Were, uh, they were smuggling slaves in <laughs> because the trade embargo what? made it difficult to get them. What year, what year is this? This was 1810. Uh, okay. Okay. So... Okay, so 1986. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they so you know they so they're passing laws to like, you know, these like centrist type laws to, you know, outlaw you know goods from 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 other nations. But at no point mm-hmm. do they think maybe we should pass some laws, just a thought. Maybe we should, should pass some laws that you can't import people. <laughs> Yeah, so they're smuggling in people. So they're like they're not like they're not Han Solo. They're uh, they're the bad kind of smugglers. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're not charming at all. They no, not a bit, and uh, cannot make. They castle run. Yeah, castle yeah. run in can't some number of parsecs. parsecs. Yeah, no, they can't do that. Anyway, during this time, the the Lafitte brothers were hired by the government of Cartagena. 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 <laughs> You're adding <laughs> syllables every time you say it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, this place is called Colombia today. Colombia. Oh, Colombia. The okay. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they were hired by the government of Colombia to, quote, uh, sabotage imperial Spanish commerce. Now they're starting to sound like Han Solo again. I mean, now it's... they're back on the Han Solo <laughs> path. And so they're basically being paid by the country of Colombia to plunder Spanish ships. They had officially become pirates. That's, oh, dude. I, okay. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, the stock's rising back, back up in a my good bit. graces. I'll be honest. Back in my good graces yeah. here. Yeah, the slaving you know, the Spanish ships are probably sending slaves. So <laughs> yeah, you know, <clears throat> bit of a black eye before, but now you're starting to redeem yourself a little bit. This this is act. This is this is beginning of Act Three here. That's that's what sure. this is. Yeah, this is it's <laughs> the redemption arc. <laughs> so they're doing, and so business is going gangbusters. They're smuggling. Mm-hmm. They're pirating. They've got so much money, and they have they need more space. So they move out of their warehouse. They set up a new, bigger operation mm-hmm. on uh, was it Barataria Bay? 
There's a bay right down by New Orleans. I don't, I don't know. There's, you were just there. There was the there's the there's the poncha train. I know that one. That's what that's a lake. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. one. Um, there's Bay St. Louis. That's the other one. I don't know any uh, anything else. Those okay. are the two places we went. B a r a t a r i a Barataria. Let's just say Barataria. Sure. Barataria Bay. Mm-hmm. So they have a big operation there now. So mm-hmm. there's this kind of this part of it's it's kind of like if you look at the map, it's it's just off New Orleans. It's kind of like the part that goes out into starts going out into the Gulf. Mm-hmm. They bought up a, a bunch of spa, uh, space out there. Um, and this is a good spot for them because according to battlefields.org, quote, the water was deep enough that Lafitte could easily launch into the Caribbean, but shallow enough to inhibit Spanish warships from following the pirates home. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So pretty good. I also love the idea of Spanish ships who were just robbed, just like watching this little boat sail away. <laughs> like, <laughs> I also love the fact that it's, they're pirating, but they're also like renting a warehouse from somebody. Like, is the landlord at any point, like, you know, you guys, you guys sure have a lot of flags up, <laughs> you know? And yeah. you keep burying stuff in the parking lot. Is, are, are, is, that, is that okay? Like, is that, is that what you guys intend to be doing here? It's funny that you asked that, Patrick. Yeah. Because my next note is... <laughs> How does that lead into the next note? <laughs> this new operation was disguised as a blacksmith shop. Oh, my God. Okay. Lafitte's blacksmith shop. Mm-hmm. And in, 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 inside piratry. Yeah. Inside piratry. Mm. Dabbling in piratry. So, obviously, the Spanish Navy fucking hates this guy. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. customs folks also are not fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he... His life is probably pretty stressful. Mm. In September of 1814, then this is now we're on the now in 1814 something happens called the the War of 1812. Wait, is that hey, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they took all the time to give it a give for a specific name. <laughs> yeah, they're but, like, wait, wait, we can't start yet. We got to nail this name. Yeah, did it start like somewhere else and like kind of bleed into New Orleans over two years, something like that? Yes, actually, uh, it ran for several years. It started in 1812 and it's going on in 1814. So that's the British. It's when the British wanted to take back America. Uh, like, hey, yeah. hey, wait a minute. Wait mm-hmm. a minute. What, what, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Yep. Yeah. We're going to get that back. <laughs> Word finally got back to England. They lost the war <laughs> and they're like, no, we're going to go back. <laughs> so the War of 1812 is going on in 1814 still. In 1814, in September, the British, they reach out to Lafitte, actually, and they're like, hey, we have an idea. You should come work for us. Uh, if you help us fight the Americans in New Orleans, uh, we'll give you $30,000. That sounds like a lot. It is more than half a million dollars today. Mm, yeah. It's not like, I don't know if it's trader money, but it's pretty good. Yeah, like if you get caught doing this, you're, you're there's, there's, oh, no, yeah. there's no trial if you get caught doing <laughs> this. So half a million better be enough to put you on like a Caribbean island for the rest of your life. I mean, he could swim to one. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. close. What do you need money for then? Yeah. yeah oh, boy. Got to start that, uh, start the rum distillery. Mm. <laughs> and this is the origin story of Pickney Bend Distillery. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so they, they offer him $30,000, a position of captain in the British Navy, and amnesty from prosecution. So I don't know. For, wait, from I don't know how they're offering. <laughs> from whose prosecution exactly? I guess from the British. I don't know why the British would prosecute him. I guess if they take over America, they're going to be like, now you've been breaking our laws because <laughs> this is ours now. But <laughs> And also working for us and also a bit of a traitor and a pirate. So <laughs> so they make this offer and Lafitte says, well, can I have a couple weeks to think it over? 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, of course you can have two weeks to think it over. Yeah, I get, yeah, I got to put a two week okay. notice to the blacksmith shop, totally. which is totally yeah. legitimate. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. So he's like, okay, and then he goes to Governor Claiborne of Louisiana, and he says, hey, I will help you defend New Orleans in exchange uh, for a pardon for all the smuggling charges. The double cross. I like the this. double cross. Yes. Like the English are coming. They want mm-hmm. me to work. They gave me some. They're they're on their way. Mm-hmm. I'll help you, but you got to drop these charges. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the governor's into it. He thinks this is a good idea, but the state legislature says absolutely not. So they vote against it. They're not going to give him amnesty. Um, and then the British find out that he had tried to do this. So that wasn't good. They obviously pull their offer. Right. And so now, and then, <laughs> and then both the U.S. and the British navies started attacking him and his his part of <laughs> his part of the bay. Because <laughs> they both are so mad at him. And so they destroy almost everything, mm-hmm. including his entire fleet of boats. Ah, oh, that's a shame. It's like the British shows up and they, the British Navy shows up and they start destroying stuff. And then like two days later, the U.S. Navy comes by and destroys the rest of it. <laughs> so it's not going great for, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for Jean. Kind of scraping the bottom right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now the British are moving forward with their plan to take New Orleans, mm-hmm. even without his help, because mm-hmm. they want that uh, that good, good Mississippi River access mm-hmm. that gets you all the way in. Now, one of the main U.S. generals in that war was legendary, terrible person Andrew Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, for our non uh, our non American listeners, Andrew Jackson, uh, listen, he may have committed absolute genocide of Native Americans, but he was a pretty good general. <laughs> And he thought, uh, boy, we could we could use some help uh, in this battle of New Orleans that's coming up. Mm-hmm. So he actually reaches out to Jean Lafitte again, mm. and he says, "Hey, Louisiana didn't take you up on your offer, and, and we and blew we up a lot did of blow shit. you to shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, and you're under federal indictment, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you want to come fight for us?" <laughs> and Lafitte says, "Well, I mean, are you going to?" drop these fucking charges. Hmm. Uh, so they make a deal. So Lafitte and about 50 of his men helped fight the Battle of New Orleans, and they were instrumental in the victory. They served as gunners, and apparently they were just, like, excellent gunners. Hmm. And they helped, uh, they did a, played a big part in repelling the British and saving New Orleans. Wow. And therefore, access to the Mississippi River. Well, good for them. Yeah. And Lafitte and Jackson got along wonderfully. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so he's very, not really pointing anybody's down. favor here. Like, yeah, I have some side notes about Andrew Jackson. Um, this is not germane to the story, but he really he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Even before all the awful shit he did as president, um, relo- relocating, mm-hmm. doing air quotes, relocating mm-hmm. indigenous people. Um, so this battle is a good example of how bad he sucks. So he showed up in 1814 in Louisiana, and the governor told him. That he's like, the people here don't love that the U.S. military is here, mm-hmm. and they don't love the idea of war, so, um, you know, maybe be gentle with it. Uh, so he lands, and he says, fuck that, I'm declaring martial law. Day one <laughs> declares martial law. <laughs> now, having just been in New Orleans, the <laughs> attitude down there, just in general, uh-huh. ve- even today, very, very different than most other U.S. cities. It's it's mm-hmm. a very independent city let's say (laughs) you know yeah i get it yeah every single block is essentially this is a little island that i live on in this city and this is just this is my little spot 
right and here. I will puke anywhere I want. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then imagine an entire city comprised of these little islands that people like will fight tooth and nail um, to preserve. And then the federal government comes in and is like, no, you know what? All these little islands, they're my little islands now. Yeah. So he does that, and that does not make people happy. But then they, they win the Battle of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But after they win, he does not lift martial law. He keeps it going for a while. Great idea. Um, yeah. Great, yeah. Fantastic. A, a local newspaper editorial criticized him for being just kind of generally awful. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jackson had the writer, who was a state senator, by the way, arrested for inciting mutiny. <laughs> <laughs> mutiny? Mutiny. Like, isn't that a boat thing? I thought so. I mean... <laughs> How can you do mutiny not on a boat? <laughs> it's like, it's like, I mean, like. Maybe he lived in a houseboat. It's like hijacking someone's house. You can hijack a house. That's, not, that's nothing to do. Um, um, so he did. So a federal judge then, a federal judge tried to intervene in this case. And then Jackson had him arrested too. <laughs> And so a little while after the war is over, like several months later, he finally gets word that like the war is over. The, so mm-hmm. the Battle of Los An- of New Orleans was, was done, but now the war is actually over a okay. few months later. So when the full war is over, then he finally lifts martial law. Like a week later, he received a summons from the judge he had arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up being fined $1,000. Which is pretty nice. But then years later, after he was president, mm-hmm. he and his friends campaigned to force the U.S. to pay him back his $1,000 plus interest. <laughs> sucked. It's like the, like the pettiest, shittiest person. Uh, Donald Trump's favorite president, by the way. Boy, is that stunning. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Lafitte. Uh, so after the War of 1812 is over, Lafitte receives a pardon for his smuggling and piracy from President James Madison. Um, so after he's pardoned, he moves then to Galveston's Island in, uh, mm. in Texas, what was then Spain, Spanish, Texas, mm. and, uh, immediately starts pirating again. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got no other skills. Yeah. Um, he serves as a spy for the Spanish during Mexico's war for independence, which this is amazing because, so he's living in Mexico, mm-hmm. he's sabotaging Mexico by spying for Spain Spain, whom he spent years antagonizing as a pirate mm-hmm. on behalf of Colombia. This guy's great. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't have like a grandmother or something, does he? Because he's probably like selling all of her teeth and oh just. It's just amazing. Um, in 1820, the U.S. shut down his smuggling operation again. Yeah, like <laughs> they the went down to Mexico. Yeah. That's, that's fucking guy. Um. <laughs> The world lost track of him after that, and it is assumed that eventually he died. Well, this was several hundred years ago, so I would say I It's I'd a pretty safe assume, bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so even though he left New Orleans, his heart was always there. Mm-hmm. His heart um, and his spirit. Oh. The ghost of Jean Lafitte is sometimes seen in the old Absinthe House, which, uh, which we've been to Ooh, together. We have, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old absinthe house is where Lafitte and Jackson made their deal to work together, actually. Mm. And uh, some terrified patrons have reported seeing the two men sitting at a table having a beer together. Uh, and up on the second floor of the old absinthe house um, on Bourbon Street there, many employees claim to have seen Lafitte and his pirates having some raucous guy time. Uh, <laughs> 
multiple people have reported hearing loud laughter coming from one of the rooms. And when they go in to investigate, they see the entire pirate crew in there, mm-hmm. like having a good time. And as soon as they are noticed, <clears throat> the people will vanish completely. Hmm. But that's not the only place he's seen. Because even though his entire fleet and most of his operations in Barataria Bay were destroyed, Mm -hmm. the blacksmith shop remained. It still stands to this day. Interesting. It is one of the oldest buildings in the area, Mm -hmm. which for New Orleans is pretty old. Right. And uh, I'll give you one guess. What do you think it operates as now? Say a bar. Definitely a bar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, Lafitte's blacksmith shop is a bar in 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 New Orleans, and the ghost of Jean Lafitte appears here with uh, with some with some regularity. He will show up in the halls of the building from time to time Mm -hmm. and just pass people by. Uh, Particularly, quote, if either a Frenchman or a federal officer comes in, (laughs) (laughs) two least favorite people in the world. Yeah, (laughs) right. Uh, also, it's generally understood that Lafitte did what all good pirates do and hid some of his treasure underneath the blacksmith shop. Oh, okay. Uh, Coming full circle now. Mm-hmm. But the blacksmith shop has a stone floor in the basement, so he probably didn't do that. Mm. What he probably did was actually seal up his treasure in the walls. Um, but to date, owners of the building have not had the nerve to check because every now and then when they go down into the basement... They will see a pair of eyes watching them through the cracks in the stone. Oh, that's fucking creepy. Can you imagine (laughs) anything more terrifying than looking at an old stone wall Uh in a basement, Mm -hmm. the other side of which is just dirt, and seeing someone looking at you? (laughs) Horrifying. Do you want me to let you out? Should I? I don't know. No. This is a rule. This yeah. is a I, this is an ironclad rule. If you if you see eyes what staring if, out at you between do- you do not let them out. What if it's like a cask of amontillado type thing? Like you know, we're like <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> no. You let it. You he no. You don't take right. a chance. That's He's fine. in there. Not He's in there. You do not. You boy. What are you thinking? <laughs> What's wrong I, with you? I mean, uh, again, after having spent a week in New Orleans, how much? How much more like dangerous could it really make that city? If that's true. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Um, let's see. So, uh, so he's still floating around there. Sometimes keeping an eye on all of his treasure. Hmm. And I, I have a very interesting Walt Disney postscript to this story. Oh, um, but first we should probably say we, if you're listening, if you're enjoying this podcast, you should please leave us a review on, on Apple podcasts. Um, we've got a few more this week, Pat. We got like three this week. Really? Yeah. How many of them were positive? All of them. What? Oh, wow. I have some I have some uh, some quotes here. So <laughs> smart Chicky 905 thank you so much. Uh, said listening is like quote hanging out with friends. Um, wow. A nice person named Cat Ski described our show as quote just chaos, <laughs> which is my <laughs> favorite mean, yet. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jeannie in Denver left a review. Um, she titled her very kind review quote the daddies we need right now. Oh. That's Which okay. Why don't, you, think, why, why don't you send me that one privately? Because I yeah, <laughs> we're gonna need to have some context for that one. <laughs> um, but your five star reviews really help us. They help the algorithm push our show to more people. So if mm-hmm. you wanna if you wanna share the gift of, of laughter and love, uh, if you wanna show me that smile again, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if you wanna don't don't waste another minute on your crying. Um, mm-hmm. Is that all the same song? 
Is that uh, the I, don't, right show? I don't know. We're, we're we're nowhere near. Show me the laughter. And we're nowhere. nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> the best is ready to begin. Uh, as we close the show. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, please, if you could take a second to do that, that would be great. And thank you so much for doing that. Um, now the final set of fun facts about pirate ghost Jean Lafitte. Uh, you been to Disneyland? Uh, no, uh, only California. World. Only World. Okay. I don't know if this applies to World or not, mm. but in Disneyland, there's an area called New Orleans Square. Mm-hmm. It's where the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is. Okay. Um, and you know, obviously, it looks like New Orleans, mm-hmm. New Orleans Square. Sure. It's situated along the rivers of America, and it's also very close to the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion is in, actually, I think, New Orleans Square as well. So it's mm-hmm. all right there. Mm-hmm. In the 1990s, there was a plan for a mega theme that would have used Jean Lafitte to tie these three areas together. Really? There was a proposed walk-through attraction. You would go to New Orleans Square. You would enter. You'd go to the Haunted Mansion um, location. There would be a big crypt there. Mm-hmm. You'd enter in this crypt and go downstairs underground and walk under the river and you'd come up on uh, in on the island that's in the middle of the, the, the water there, um, mm-hmm. Tom Sawyer Island. And the tunnel, the crypt that you accessed the tunnel through would have been the crypt of Jean Lafitte. Ah. And I even have a drawing of it that I will share with you right now. Oh, this was going to be the whole thing. You would walk in there and you would go down some yeah, stairs. Yeah, like like a, like a traditional, um, you know, New Orleans, uh, mm-hmm. you know, above ground uh, monument. That's right. Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Oh, by the way, here is try to show. Here's Jean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little pouty. A little pouty. You know, I mean, I, I've never seen a man that angry with a feather in his hat. <laughs> Like, literally, the term a feather in his cap is supposed to mean, you know, you are a a, a lucky, um, you know, bright individual. And this guy's like, the fuck this feather? It is a big feather, too. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a plume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, got, it's like got his hand on his sword here. Uh, so that's John Lafitte. I can see why nobody wanted to fuck with this guy. Definitely. Yeah. Anybody who's that mad with a feather in their hat must be like <laughs> shitty all the time. <laughs> all the time. Um, so anyway, so the plan, the the plan at Disneyland, it was never enacted, but pieces of it were. Before mm-hmm. they called it off, they had gotten a few pieces. And there's an anchor in New Orleans Square. And the plaque next to it reads, quote, said to be from a pirate ship commanded by Jean Lafitte in the Battle of New Orleans, January 8th, 1815. Hmm. It is also said that Lafitte's privateering ship left a wake of blood from the mainland to Barataria Bay. But don't believe everything you read. Hmm. Yeah. And they for a plaque. And then they find out about like the human smuggling stuff, and they're like, "Oh no, oh, ee, this yeah. is uncomfortable." Yeah. And we're gonna change your name to Goofy. Uh, speaking of Jack Sparrow, the loading zone for Pirates of the Caribbean ride is a ramshackle boat landing that is called Lafitte's Landing. Ah, okay. Yep. And uh, actually, in the original plan for the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, it was going to be a walk-through wax museum, which is uh, way more terrifying. <laughs> and uh, Lafitte was going to be one of the pirates in that version of the uh, of the ride. Hmm. Um, and I have a picture of that, too. Oh, boy. That's, mm-hmm. th- yeah, that's classic... Classic pirate right there. Here's Lafitte back here. Yep. Look, he's still angry. (laughs) Yes. Super pissed. Same mustache. No feather. Maybe he's mad mad about losing the feather. That might be it. That could be. That could be. Um, 
Okay. Anyway, so let's see what else. On Tom Sawyer's Island, uh, there's a building called Lafitte's Tavern, which is a staging prop, staging area for props for the big water show. So he's all over the place. Yeah. You can also read a newspaper on Tom Sawyer's Island. This is like a newspaper hanging out there. Mm-hmm. It discusses how the pirate Lafitte used the island as a lair during the War of 1812, hmm. which makes no sense because California is very far away from, <laughs> from all of this. Um, and in Disneyland Paris, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride there has one scene where a portrait of Jean Lafitte is being auctioned off. By other pirates. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Disney darling, mm-hmm. John Lafitte. <laughs> Human smuggling <laughs> Disney darling, John Lafitte. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's the story of John Lafitte. It's more it's more man than ghost, but uh, but I wanted you to get, you know, <laughs> next time you're in New Orleans and you see the ghost, I wanted you to be prepared because I won't be there to explain this to you because apparently I'm not invited when you do that anymore. Well, so... I'm not there anymore either. So next time I go back and I look in the in the basement of a bar where I'm desperately trying to find the uh, the bathroom and I see eyes looking back, I will say, oh, "Let me call Clayton. He knows." Too. <laughs> you will say, "Do you want to get out of there?" Yeah. <laughs> I now, don't. if you do, if you pull the demon out of the wall, there might be some gold back there. There's some Spanish money in that, I'll check in that wall. I will check so, next time. Yep. Take your chances. Mm-hmm. Say goodbye to your children first, just in case. <laughs> but, every day. Uh, every day I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for our show this week. Thank you so much. And we will uh, catch you next week with a brand new episode of the hilarious, heart-pounding, laughter and love show, Is This a Ghost? I think that's our new tagline. Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, it it's okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe just show me that smile again. Maybe, maybe just... <laughs>